I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Sports Virgins, the podcast from Pomodo, where a pair of total sport novices, that's me, Amy Vos, and me, Matt Richardson, get to learn all about the world of sport. In this week's episode, we'll be discussing the IPL cricket. Isn't that a beer? Oh no, that's IPA. <laughs> Geography. Georgia. Is that, there's a country called Georgia. And darts. Barry Smith is actually a darts player from Australia. Yes! Welcome to Sports Virgins. Hello again, Sports Virgins. Can I just kick off with something again that I'd like to rectify from last episode? Because you know, during the quiz, Dylan, you said, I can't, who is. Sebi, I don't want to get his name wrong. Sebi Ballas- uh, yeah, Sebi Ballesteros, who's the Spanish golfer. Right. But sounds I've- like an Irish village. <laughs> <laughs> I very confidently was like, that's the head of the FA. I've no idea why. And uh, obviously he's not, because he is a golfer, was a golfer, and the head of the FA is someone else. But I've realised who in my head I thought I was thinking of. Seb Blatter, which sounds sort of similar to... Sebi, Does it? But, well, you know, there's the S and there's the B somewhere. <laughs> Seb Blatter. Sebi Same Blatter, initials. Sebi, that's, I can't say his name. So that's who I was thinking of, and he was the head of FIFA. So That's right, yeah. And the reason I know who he is, there was quite a lot of scandal, right, around him at some point. Yeah, he's uh, so he got fired and he's now banned. Okay, yes, that's quite controversial. You know, he had the most powerful job in the whole of football and he's now serving something like a 10-year ban for corruption at the highest level so you know what though like what he did was illegal it was like um, he was taking bribes and things wasn't he and all he got was a 10-year ban after he'd had the money like you're like oh oh god i'm so angry about i'm just sat at home with all my millions going oh Oh. i don't have to work anymore well, and, and he's the Maldives. But also, Amy, you've obviously not only mistaken Sevi Ballesteros for Sepp Blatter, but you've mistaken Sepp Blatter for the head of the FA when he's actually the head of FIFA. And yes. then the real head of the FA also got fired or resigned in midweek. So you kind of jinxed him. Oh, gosh. Oh, damn. I'm causing quite a bit of bother with this podcast. No, <laughs> not sure no I should not. be doing this actually, anymore. Like, <laughs> this, has got, this has got previous as well, because like... I met Amy Vose, and then about 18 months later, I also got fired from the job. So, <laughs> hey, she's you know, a powerful yeah, lady. Powerful if Amy, if Amy Vose acknowledges you as a person, like, that's you done. Yeah, bad stuff will happen, I'm afraid. <laughs> so, but you know, we'll have a good time before that. So don't, don't you okay, worry. Fine, don't fine. you worry. Best of luck to anyone else I mentioned in the podcast today. <laughs> Right, so who who else's lives am I going to ruin? What's been happening in the news this week that I should be discussing? 
Well, a lot happened in the news over the last week, actually. So a lot of things that we've mentioned in the previous few episodes. So the Wrexham story, the gift that keeps on giving. So that's progressed. I'm sure you you would have seen that. So Ryan Reynolds and Rob Muckleheny is now confirmed. They now own Wrexham FC. What? But I still don't have any explanation. As to, I need a bit more why. And I know we know there's the Netflix thing, but I just sort of want to. I want to hear it from them. But do you think they're holding that back for the show? Yeah, probably, probably. But have you seen? I did see that Ryan Reynolds did a very funny, like sort of uh, hashtag spawn post for Eford Williams Trailers, who are the <laughs> sponsorship of. Like, if you want to move livestock, they are the ones. <laughs> it was and, brilliant. Yeah, it was very funny. He's really got it all, hasn't he, Ryan Reynolds? He's very oh. funny, very handsome. He's great. He owns Wrexham FC. I mean, what can't Big he do? three ticks. That's, they're my dream things to be. He's got a gin company. Yeah. yeah. Right, we get it, Ryan Reynolds. You're brilliant. Yeah. And there's the jinx from Amy Vose for Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> there we go. And in about two weeks' time, it's all going to You know what? I might, just start, I might just start getting Amy Vose to talk about like people who I want fired so I can end up <laughs> inevitably... Amy, what do you think about Joel Domic, Chris Ramsey and Ian Sterling? Because they're all people... <laughs> People I could really get get out of the way for my own career benefit. Can you? Uh... I mean, I don't have to say much about lovely guys. Lovely guys, I'm sure. You know, that should sake. do it. <laughs> Just cover off another few news stories. So Lewis Hamilton then finally won the title. It was inevitable, but we talked with him a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, he won his seventh world title now. So good on him. He's probably going to end up getting a knighthood. Um, also, the, in the rugby, the Autumn Nations Cup started, but nothing really exciting happened in that really. So we can... What's this? This off. is another another one then because i thought we were just loads in rugby yeah well i mean it's another 2020 new one because of coronavirus so usually this time of year you have the autumn internationals where the southern hemisphere teams tour the northern hemisphere and they all play against each other but that can't happen this time so they've basically made it the six nations plus fiji and georgia so they've just made up an eight team tournament just because they needed some matches to play fiji and who sorry georgia georgia yeah is there a, I mean, that's, is that, there's a country called Georgia. I mean, this is, this is, was not meant to be geography virgins, but um, <laughs> yeah, where's Georgia? It's kind of Eastern Europe, one of the sort of old Russian bloc countries. Oh, right. Gosh, what, I, what, I, what, you, what a left field addition. What, what's the logic for them introdu- for having Georgia involved as well? Because they don't feel like a big rugby place. I've never heard well, of them in rugby before. They're basically the next best in Europe uh, beneath Italy. So Italy are okay. a bit worse wow. than all the other big five. And then Georgia comfortably better than all the rest, but not quite at the same level. So it's a good introduction for them. I mean, they got thrashed by England on the weekend. Um, but they're basically full of massive men. They're like absolute monsters. Oh, really? So that kind of helps in rugby. So um, yeah, yeah, hopefully yeah. with a bit more exposure to this top level of rugby, they might get better. So it's almost like come into the club and we'll try and help you cultivate a good team. Yeah, exactly. So fingers crossed. Oh, they're, very nice. They're very sportsmanlike. So, yeah. so that's going to continue for the next few weeks. So we may have some talking points, but there's nothing really interesting happened on that over the weekend. Uh, but what was interesting, so Jorgen Klopp introduced us to the Hail Mary last week. And lo and behold, there was a Hail Mary. I'm sure you, you saw that because I sent you the video Yeah, in, in the NFL. Amazing. Quite so what impressive. did you think about that? Matt? <laughs> did you I watch it? I thought you were going to... Uh, yeah, yeah, I watched it. But like, I mean, they, it's... I have no concept of how good something is because I look at all sports and think, 
well, I could do that. So it's it doesn't help because I'm always like, well, that looks easy, even though it's probably a really impressive thing because I've got so little concept of how difficult sport is. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's quite rare. The Hail Mary, like I said last week, it's quite rare and it happened this weekend. So it probably will be... But once again, we mentioned it on this podcast, therefore it happens. Yeah, there so we go. maybe that's some good that I've done, which is, you know... O- or, offsetting. I'd like, yeah, just off to offset all the bad things and the sackings and things. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the football... So the Premier League's on a bit of a break for the internationals. So uh, England played twice in the last week. They beat Ireland last week 3-0. And then they lost 2-0 to Belgium on the weekend. And they're playing Iceland on, I think, Wednesday of this week. Oh, I mean, like, I really they're sort of playing all the places that you go when you've done all the good long weekends in Europe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's the internationals. But the, the biggest news from the football internationals is that Scotland qualified for the Euros. Oh, yes, I did see that. You see, I notice things when they're very big on like social media or there's like, a, you know, a bit a real big sort of fanfare around them. Did, did I, you see the celebrations? They, they all did the conga in their pants in the changing rooms. I, I did oh. see Andy Murray's celebration. Okay. Which Andy Murray just went, I'm really excited. And that was basically <laughs> it, you know, like, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> I quite like that. I used to think, God, Andy Murray's so miserable, but actually he's just very dry, isn't he? And I, now I actually yeah. really enjoy his humour, but... It's just quite low-key as yeah. well. Yeah. But I, do you know what? I feel like with England, you know, they played earlier this week and, and, you know, it sort of passed me by a little bit. Do you feel like England maybe need a bit more of a... I don't know, you know, there used to be such a big thing around the England team when it was like, I mean, I'm really going back to the 90s, but like Shearer and Beckham and it was just all over the... Like we knew whenever they were playing a game, there was such a love and passion for it. And I don't... I feel like we've lost that a little bit. Do you, with the players? I don't know, like maybe we need some more personalities, like, you know, like Gaza in the day and stuff. I, I think it's still... I think England playing is still a pretty big deal, Amy. No, I, I know think, it is, but... I, like, I just think there's there's less... There's more channels now, so you don't have to watch it. Possibly. I, I think do. I think it's more that you were more aware of it. And also, when you used to see people at school every day in the 90s, so everyone was talking about it because you saw more people, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think people still really like England. Oh, good. Well, that's good. I do. You know, I always support them, but I couldn't name as many players. I could have named like a whole team back then. But yeah, I'm sure saw- that when there's a major tournament on, you know, the country does come to a bit of a standstill, doesn't it? Mm. If there's a World Cup or a Euros. And obviously the well, Euros were meant to be on this year, but got pushed back to next year. When, whenever like the World Cup's on, they just cancel standard up for the whole duration of it because no one wants to go out to comedy clubs so the last one when when was the last one 2018 yeah yeah 2018 I mean I'm really impressed Um, only because I know that like um, I I had a dip in earnings that year Um, yeah we we just cancel it because you can't sell tickets for stuff because everyone wants to watch all the football it's still a huge deal I think well hopefully the Euros will well hopefully not for you Matt but the Euros are due to be happening in 2021 now so uh, great that's just what I need more not working yeah June to July Um, so this is Scotland's first major tournament they've qualified for in over 20 years so it's pretty big deal in Scotland well done lads can I just ask though now it's going to be 2021 does that change the World Cup the World Cup will be on one year after the Euros Oh, okay. All right. It's quite a controversial World Cup anyway, isn't it, 2022? Because it's happening in um, the middle of the sun, basically. <laughs> in, a desert. Is it desert in a football? desert. In a desert in stadiums built by slaves. So like everyone's, it's whatever happens, I don't think it's going to be a classic year. 
And uh, and why is that happening? Bring it back to Sepp Blatter. Sepp Blatter <laughs> took loads of money from the um, yeah. Qataris, didn't he, basically? Yeah, exactly. And they're like, yeah, we can have it here in the summer when it's 52 degrees. We'll just air condition the stadiums, which I don't think is possible. And it's... Yeah, it's it's all a bit of a mess, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But the so hopefully the Euros will happen because Scotland are in the same group as England, so that'll be a big occasion. So oh, fans oh. will be allowed in that. And we'll know when that's happening. <laughs> oh hell yeah! But Wales are also in the Euros, so Wales, England, and Scotland are in it. So fingers crossed. But the, the other interesting thing about the Euros is that for 2020. You know, usually it's one country hosts and the games happen in multiple stadiums throughout that country. But in this Euros, it's going to be played all across Europe. So literally, I think it's something like 12 different countries, 12 different cities. But they've possibly chosen the worst year to do that because of the lack of traveling. So I don't know what they're going to do next year Uh, if it's actually going to go ahead. Oh, oh, I assumed you were talking about they've done this because of coronavirus. So people had to travel less. And, all, no. and not everyone's then in the same place. So one country gets a spike. No, no, no it was no, always no. going to be like this. Well, th- that's how they might adjust it. Yeah. So it was going to be that England were playing one game in Rome, one game in Amsterdam, one game in like Madrid or something. Um, but I guess now maybe you'll they'll do it as you just said. Yeah, maybe all the teams will stay in one place. I don't know. But hopefully it won't be too disrupted because I'm looking forward to that one. Lots of temperature ch- tests when you go in and all that kind of stuff. That's what I heard this morning, actually, on the news for football. And it's socially really? distant seating and stuff, yeah. Really? Mm. So there's only going to be like, a f- there's not going to be a, f- a stadium full of fans. I don't know. Just one, just one guy in the away end. Basically, yeah. <laughs> 30 people in the stands <laughs> with their flags. I'd, I would watch that because I think that would make football funny. Yeah, I think so. Well, it, you know, and it's it's a step closer, isn't it? Getting a like, few you know, people in. If there's as many if there's as many fans as players and you can learn all about them as well. <laughs> and they all Pick have their own favorites. Pan- they all don't have they all have their own panini stickers. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, so so uh, good old Scotland, they've qualified for the Euros, so hopefully that will all happen in the summer of 2021. Um, the other big news story from the weekend is that the Masters golf was on. So we spoke with this last week as well. Um, and the Masters is played at <laughs> Why did I think Glen Eagles? Isn't that a whiskey? <laughs> what is that? No, Glen Eagles is a golf course, actually. Oh, great. So, well done. Miles off there. But I mean, it's not that. You know, geographically, you are miles off. but yeah, Augusta. It's played at Augusta. Augusta, correct. Yeah, oh. that was one of the quiz questions from last week. Yes. Yeah, you, you remember that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. I remember uh, the guy who did the amazing shot. I mean, I've forgotten his name, but that was... Uh, have we had any more of those? Oh, yeah. Did you see that? So that that's in the, the warm-up. So it's a bit of a tradition on the 12th uh, hole of the Masters is that there's a big lake in front of the green. And as tradition, they basically skim the ball across the lake as a bit of a laugh. How? Uh, I mean, that is absolutely phenomenal when, when I saw that. Like, it's... Yeah. It's it's such a good party trick. But you can't do that every time. Surely that was a fluke. I mean, you can skim it across the lake, but to get that hole in one, that was ridiculous. That was a, that was pure. Yeah, luck as I mean, well. a, a lot a lot of the professionals are quite good at skimming it across the lake and getting it out the other side. But yeah, it's never happened. There's been a, a hole in one. So yeah, that was phenomenal. He should have won the tournament for that. Yeah, exactly. He really should have. Give him a cup. Make a new one. <laughs> Golf, I imagine, is a great sport to play, but I don't think it is a thrilling sport to watch. My dad watches a lot of golf, and it's almost like um, like meditation and mindfulness. It's so boring, your mind goes elsewhere. <laughs> if they played it a bit more like crazy golf and did do a bit of skimming and stuff like that, yeah. I think I think it would really open the sport up to a lot of people. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, so on that hole um, where John Ram skimmed the ball across, so Tiger Woods got the ball in the lake and he took a 10 so he took 10 shots to get it down on a par three, which is unheard of. He's never done that before in his life. So yeah, he got 10. So first of all, he hit it in the lake. Then he dropped. Then he hit it over the green into the bunker. Then he hit it from the bunker across the other side of the green back into the lake. Yeah. And then back into the bunker. Out, yeah, so it was a bit of a shambles. But yeah, he got a 10. What would that be? So Because a 10 would be so like a, do- a bogey's one over par. So that's um, four. A double bogey is so five. Um, yeah. So it'd be like, hang on, it would be like a quintuple bogey or something, yeah. wouldn't it? So or a sextuple. Se- seven over par in one hole, yeah. A septuple bogey. Completely yeah. lost me, but okay, it sounds good. I just assumed 10 was like the... I'm getting this. I'm getting yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, right. So yeah, t- Tiger Woods, he had a bit of a meltdown on that hole. But do you know who won the Masters by any chance? Oh, is it finished? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it finished on going. Sunday. No, oh, finished right. on Sunday. Was it yeah. still Tiger Woods? Nick Faldo. Nick Faldo has won the Masters a couple of times, actually. So, you know, you're not far wrong, but he didn't know. He hasn't won for a few years now. Good old Nick. Um, who's, that, who's that Scottish lad? What's he called? The, you one, the, the Irish lad who plays golf. Oh, that lad. Rory, Rory something. Rory. Um... Rory McIlroy? Yeah. That's it. Yeah, he's him. Irish, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Did he win it? Is he, is he the one that won it? No, he didn't win it. Oh. But he, did, <laughs> he came, I think he came fourth or fifth. So he's up there, but you're not going to get it. So he's actually Gareth won- Bale. <laughs> <laughs> he, he could have been up there. Um, no, a guy called Dustin Johnson, who's actually the world number one American. This is his first Masters. Uh, do, do you know what the prize is if you win the Masters? Is this where you get like a really nice, well, not nice, but you, you have to wear an outfit and then all the wives wear the outfits as well. Is it that? I don't think that's the actual prize, but... Well, you're not far off. I mean, the, the wives don't wear the outfit, but um, yeah, you get a green jacket is the prize for the Masters. Oh. But you get money as well, right? Yeah, you get a lot of money. Yeah, but not not just a jacket, like because no, because golf golf is one of those weird things, isn't it? Where everyone who plays gets paid some prize money, don't they? Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sliding yeah. scale. So, so the interesting thing about this, I was reading up about this, is you're only allowed to keep the jacket for twelve months, and then after really? twelve months, you have to give it back. But you, you, it, the jacket is still yours, but it stays at Augusta, and you're only allowed to wear it for that sort of week of the Masters. Oh, so the people that have won the Masters will then be in the clubhouse in their jacket that Augusta keep. Yeah, and it, th- there's basically weird. a cupboard with like you know all of Jack Nicholas, Nick Faldo, Tiger Woods, etc. Oh right, how Seems strange! A bit stingy. Yeah. You'd want to go home and like wear it out around town, wouldn't you? Be like, yeah, well, yeah, you've got you've got twelve masters. months to basically wear it down the local nightclub and show off to all the girls. But you know, because oh. that that that'll work, oh. won't it? Yep. I think, oh, I just- green jacket <laughs> sounds delicious. 
Yeah, I mean, like, not for an English, not for an English guy. Go like, like, who's the bell end in the jacket? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, in any in a lava ignite in Nottingham in a green blazer. We'll be back in a moment, just after a short break. So the Masters is done for the year. Obviously, it's a strange one again because of coronavirus. It's uh, played at a different time of year, but that was done. And it was actually a very a good tournament, very exciting tournament to watch on TV. So that is done. Uh, the other big sporting news of the weekend that doesn't really get the mainstream press, but it's a big tournament, is it was the final of the IPL. Is this, are you familiar with what the IPL is? Isn't that a beer? Oh, no, that's IPA. <laughs> I don't know what IPL. Is that right? It so sounds I, like an initial public, like it sounds like you're floating on the stock market. <laughs> no, so IPL is, well, it's the Indian cricket tournament. I don't oh, know okay. IPL. Um, but yeah, so it's a big tournament in India and it's the 2020 form of the game. You, you familiar with the different forms of cricket? No, what's, what is no. 2020? Because I hear that and I, I'm like, oh, it's the cricket 2020, but I don't know what that means. Isn't it faster? It's, it's quicker to play 2020, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So form of cricket that you're most familiar with is test cricket. So that lasts five days and they're all in their whites and is, you know, played at Lords and is quite slow and all that kind of stuff. Um, 2020, like you said, is the shorter version. So the 2020 means that you've got 20 overs each. So one game will last, I don't know, about three hours-ish. So each team gets 20 overs and it's it's a lot faster and there's more entertainment, it's more colourful and it's just generally, you know, more for a, a younger, more mainstream audience than than test cricket. Why don't they just do that all the time then? Well, interestingly, you know, it, it's it's becoming a lot more popular. So the IPL is the most lucrative form of cricket in the world. So they only play for three months, but some of the English lads who go and play there will get something like one and a half million pounds for that three months to to go and play wow. that. So they make way more money from that than they do test cricket. However, test cricket is still considered the pinnacle in terms of the sport. So, you know, people would dream of playing for England in the Ashes, for example, but they can make way more money by playing 2020 cricket and getting into the IPL because the, the IPL is a draft system. It's like an auction. So at the beginning of each season, there's eight teams uh, representing all the different cities or states in India. They all have a maximum budget that they can use and each of the players plays a value on themselves. And then all the teams basically bid to get each player. So when Ben Stokes is up, for example, they'll all bid out, bid each other, bid each other until somebody says, all right, I'll pay 1.5 million for Ben Stokes. And then he goes to that team. And then the same happens for all the other players until they've got their squads. So it's, it's quite exciting. Oh, that's and, uh, quite fun. Yeah. I am going to, I'm going to disagree. This is the first time, what are we in? Episode five. This is the first time you've been telling us about something. And I've just thought this sounds so boring. Like cricket for me is such a turnoff. I don't understand no, why, but, but as I soon like, as you start talking I, about cricket, I'm like, that's me. I'm out. Sorry. But they put their own amount on what they think they're worth. Or yeah. is it like an agent that does it? Or so they literally go, right, I'm worth a million. Yeah, I'm sure their agent obviously plays a big part. But yeah, oh, they yeah, say, this is my minimum. Because British people are too like polite to do that. They'd be like, <laughs> well, I'll take like, I guess, 40 quid and the flight over. <laughs> Uh, but cricket in India is not just the number one sport. It's kind of like a religion in India. It's huge. Okay. All interesting. Right. Well, and also I guess like it's going to be huge because like the, the, the captive audience in India is over a billion, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, and, and the IPL itself is one of the most attended uh, sporting occasions in the global sporting calendar as well. Wow. Yeah, they're, they're mad for it. Although this year, obviously, it... it, it Ironically, it wasn't played in India. It was played in the UAE because of the crazy world that is 2020. Okay, interesting. Uh, 
Not because of the money. No, not because of the money. Uh, that probably helps. But uh, but no, playing the UAE because of the coronavirus. But no, it was, it was good. So the, the Mumbai Indians won the IPL for the second year in consecutive. So mm. congratulations to them. Okay, well, we're up to speed on our uh, sporting news for the week. So I think it's time to hand over to none other than Jargon Klopp. Hello, sport virgins. Jargon Klopp here. This week's sporting jargon is curveball. Just because of the language barrier, did he say curveball or cuffball? Curveball. Okay. Oh, I think I think for the first time ever, and probably the last time ever, um, I know this one. It's when you, I mean, you throw a ball with a slight curve in it, and it's either cricket or baseball that it happens and it's one of the two and I can't remember which one but that is the sport and it's a type of throw that's really difficult to hit. Amy do you want to challenge that or have a few guesses? I feel like you know it's kind of a a self-explanatory is it applicable to all sports that when you kick a ball you you could put a curve in it? (laughs) I mean surely it can't be that straightforward but that would be my obvious guess. Curveball is kind of used now as a term, you know, outside of sport, doesn't it? It's kind of used in business yeah. quite a lot as well. But the origin is actually baseball. So, Matt, you are right. So, Ooh, it's, uh, get you. This when, is what it feels yeah. like to be a man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, when, when, the, when, the pitcher, when the pitcher throws the ball uh, to the batter, yeah, he has a bit of a curve in it. So, actually, the curveball is more of a dip than a curve so he puts topspin on it and it kind of dips oh. as it gets to the batter but there's also the slider well, i don't know why they call sliders in restaurants slider is it there's the baseball yeah. yeah the little mini burgers yeah, i've never understood that yeah why is that i always thought because they serve it to you on like it's never really on a plate it's always on like a like a piece of slate or something so i'm like oh it's that must be called a slide that's what that's what i thought but that as i've said it out loud for the first time ever sounds horribly wrong <laughs> yeah it's weird how you just take things as they are you're like oh that's a slider Fine, but yeah. even like when people go oh i'm gonna throw you a bit of a curveball it, it sort of applies to what an actual curveball is but not massively really is no. it well yeah. it's when you actually think about it because in baseball, they're trying to catch the batter out, aren't they? Like they're trying to like do something that they're not going to expect because there's always the guy behind the batter doing like the little finger things to yeah. mention which kind of ball to do. Oh. So yeah, yeah, they're, they've I kind of all got these hand signals. And um, and basically like, I think they research which batter, the guy who's the catch, the, what, I mean, whatever they're called behind the catcher, um, I think knows about their weaknesses and stuff. That's part of his job. So he recommends what he should be throwing. Yeah. And, have you just and the, watched a film about baseball, Matt? <laughs> I've just watched Air Bud or something similar, you know, whatever. M- Moneyball. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh that like is something. good. That is yeah. good. So, yeah, that's, that's I think, what happens. But, yeah, so the other one, the, the pitcher actually hides his hand. So the, the, the way that they actually do these sliders and curveballs is by the grip. So they hold the ball in a different way. So you'll notice when they're going to throw the ball, they hide their hands and, like, they turn their body so that the batter can't see how he's holding the ball because if the batter can oh, see, right. oh, he's, he's holding in that kind of grip, it's going to move this way or it's going to move that way. So... Yeah, it's it's quite sneaky how they're hiding their grip. There's so much into it that you don't realise. Like, it's so weird. It's a weird sport, baseball, because I went to a baseball game many years ago in America, and it is pretty boring and pretty long and it's even over there it's sort of it's it's not really the peak of what it was at one point is it it's kind of like on its on its way out 
yeah, it's, it's a popular yeah, sport. It's definitely more boring than the other American sports, having been... Yeah, 100%. Do they not have all the entertainment and, like, the dancing and all that kind not of Not as much. It's just a no. bit slower. Um, but also, I don't think, like, it's it's not quite like going to American football where everyone's tailgating and all that. It doesn't have the same, like, culture around it, I don't think, baseball. So, or, like, NASCAR, which is also very boring, but, like, there's loads more fun to be had. Mm. It's, it's good. I mean, it's good when they hit a home run. Maybe I was expecting home runs the whole time, but it just doesn't happen very often, to be honest. It's not you. very eventful sport, is it? No, no. And, and I uh, mean, this is the country that brought us competitive tag, so I'd expect more. <laughs> and this is where this is why I don't understand what right why they don't take rounders as a sport professionally more seriously because that is always fun. It's fun to play. It's fun to watch. It's really short. Why is that not a bigger sport? Maybe this is going to be my calling. I don't know, but I think there should be a more like a I mean, bigger it's, it's, league. It's very similar to baseball, isn't it? Simpler though, right? Because I don't know. Yeah, the bats, are, yeah. The bats are smaller. Yeah. Yeah, and you still got the. Do you still have the four bases in rounders? I think you do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah you do. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. much like it's English baseball, isn't it? Yeah, basically. Yeah. In the way yeah. that Americans for a long time were like, well, um, soccer is just a sport you play at school, like it's not a real sport. That's how we feel about baseball. Yeah. We just call it rounders. But do, do you know any well-known uh, baseball players? We covered off the NFL f- famous players oh, last week. Is A Rod one of them? Because he's going out with J Lo. He is, yeah. He rods. <laughs> Alex he went Rodriguez. Out with, he did well because he went out with Cameron Diaz and Madonna as well. So yeah, well done you, Madonna, J Lo, and Cameron Diaz. That's that. That is as they call him, balling. This is how I know my sports stars is basically because of who they're going who out they with. Date. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. Um, um, well, there was obviously like Babe Ruth was a very fa- back when it was at its peak in the yeah. uh, in the fifties. I Babe mean, what Ruth? what a name that is. Who's, who's that? Babe Ruth. That's a guy. Yes, yeah, yeah. a guy. He was a big baseball player. Um, that is the only one I know. The only other really famous one is Barry Bonds, and he's only well known because of the drug scandal. Oh, oh I thought it was going to be like his amazing name. <laughs> that is a good name. He's very good as well. But uh, so that is what a curveball is. So next time you're using it in maybe a business sense or down the pub, you can bore them with the background context. Um, or not. You know what? <laughs> No, no, no. One of my favourite things in life is whenever anyone says anything, having a background fact to it. So I'm absolutely going to yeah. have it. Do you know why you're really saying that word? Yeah, my, my, my girlfriend says that her least favourite thing about me is um, how often I say the phrase, do you know? And then follow it up with something she couldn't give less of a shit about. Like, which I do. We'll be watching someone and be like, oh, do you know about this film? She's like, I never know and I don't want to. So you've given me a gift. This, this podcast is genuinely a gift for me. <laughs> Right then, guys, it's uh, potentially about to get a little bit tense between me and Matt because it's time for Quiz Akabusi and it's a tie. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <gasps> Is it? So it's all to play for. It's 22 all at the moment. So, oh I mean, my goodness. neck and neck. It's really we're just like up. We're just like 
insert name of two football teams in the Premier League here who are really close to each other. Man U and Chelsea. No, Leicester Rob, are top Rob. at the moment, aren't they? Sorry, I have to do. I can't do an episode and oh. not mention Leicester, can this I? This podcast but... is brought to you by Leicester. <laughs> <laughs> and Walker's Crisps. So, question number one. Where was the Football World Cup in 2018? So, Matt, you mentioned the year earlier, but do you remember where it was? In 2018? So the last one, yeah. This is a real left-field guess. Oh, so you knew the year, you know when it was, but you still don't know where. Okay, so do you want to go first then, Matt? Um, Russia? Okay, Amy? Oh, yeah, Russia. But I'm going to be really honest, I couldn't remember, and I wrote France, but I think it's Russia. Russia is correct. Is it really? Oh, my God, that's amazing. That's I'm was. so chuffed. Yeah. Yeah, they had a real run of it, didn't they? Winter Olympics... But well, also, yeah. do, you, do you remember everyone thought it was all going to like kick off or something and it was going to be this like, oh, you know, England fans wouldn't behave and it was just all absolutely fine, wasn't it? It was all absolutely fine because they were too busy destroying democracy. <laughs> <laughs> so question number two is, what country does Kevin De Bruyne play for? So he plays for Man City as a club and he's, you know, up there with one of the best players in the Premier League, if not the world. Wow. Okay, so uh, Amy, you can go first in this one. What is it? What country he's from, right? Yeah. Italy? Okay, Matt? I've gone for Belgium. Oh, jeez, Matt, two on the trot. He's on fire. What? Are you Googling? No, I just assume, like, De Bruyne is kind of like in that, like, Luxembourg-y kind of name, Belgium kind of name. And and Belgium played recently, so I was just trying to, like, use my deductive reasoning. So, 2-0 to Matt so far. Okay, so... I'm loving this quiz. Question number three... Name one darts player. Oh. 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 Okay, we're gonna have to cap it up. Another yeah. five seconds. Uh, a- Amy, do you want to take a guess? <laughs> Barry Smith. Okay, just run two random names put together. Okay, well done, <laughs> Matt. I, I have written nothing down. Okay, right. Well, oh, we're gonna kick I, I, ourselves because I'm thinking of the guy you are, Matt, and I can't remember his name. Are you thinking of Phil the Power Taylor? Yes. Oh yes. Okay. But m- more old school, there's also people like Eric Bristow and Jeffrey Eric Wilson. Bristow, of course. Well, we'll move on from that one. Are you sure there's no Barry Smith? Because I just thought oh, if I just... Do you know what? You probably need to check. Cause... Probably somewhere down a local pub, there is yeah. a Barry Smith that plays for the dart scene. Well, you know. Uh, question number four. What sport did Nasser Hussein play? Uh, is he a boxer? Uh, he's not a boxer. But uh, Amy. Cricket. Oh, Amy, correct. Woo! Uh, he was actually captain of England in cricket. Oh, fair enough. And uh, he presents the cricket on Sky Sports now. Okay, question number five. What team did Michael Jordan play for? This should be an easy one if you've seen the last episode. Yeah, he's the actor in that great Space Jam film. That's it, yeah. <laughs> that's what he's Donald best Dan. known for. Yeah, yeah. I think that's <laughs> what everyone knows him, remembers him as. Uh, okay, Matt. Uh, the Chicago Bulls. Amy? Chicago Bulls. Correct, correct. Yeah. Question number six. How many points for a conversion in rugby? Ooh. Matt? Is it four points? Amy? Three. Both incorrect. Oh. What? It's two. Ah. Oh. Dang it. So, Amy, you're closer because a penalty, which is also kicking the ball between the sticks, is worth three points. Mm. But a conversion is when you've scored a try and you get to kick the ball between the posts, but that's worth two. Okay, and a try is six points? Five. Five, right. I feel like they've changed that. I'm sure you <laughs> I mean, it changed about 20 years ago, but from four to five. Oh, okay. 
Nice one, Amy. <laughs> cool. You just yell that. You just yell the numbers out and do the working out afterwards. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so, question number seven is unfortunately a bit of a waste of time now because you mentioned it earlier, Amy. Um, but who is currently top of the Premier League? Yes. So it's a memory test, if anything. Uh, Amy, I can see your enthusiasm, so you can go first. Leicester. Um, Matt. I'm going to go for Leicester. Oh, yeah. Well done. How do you know that? Because Amy Vose doesn't shut up about the place. <laughs> exactly. Did you know uh, last time that they got to this point around around Christmas when they went on to win the Premier League, I put a bet on and I won £350 when they won the Premier oh, League. Wow. How much did you put on, though? 25 quid 30 quid oh that's good yeah not fair bad enough. is it I mean there was yeah. some some people who put a bet on at the beginning of the season and literally bought a house at the end of it and stuff yeah because like the, yeah because it was like an accumulator and it yeah. was absolutely wild yeah, yeah 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 so there we go there's my little fact question number eight what sport did Rebecca Adlington compete in Matt she's a swimmer Amy she is a swimmer so maybe for bonus points who knows uh when she won her gold medals and where? Um, I think London. I know this. Okay. Yeah, mm. I think it is London as well. Nah, both wrong. It was Beijing, 2008. Oh, was it? Was yeah. it really that long ago? Yeah, it was the Olympics before London. Wow. Oh, I just, oh God. Because London feels so far away now. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. But yeah, she won two gold medals in the freestyle in uh, Beijing, 2008. Just doing the front crawl. We know that now, don't we? Doing the front crawl, yeah. <laughs> Uh, question number nine. Where is St. Andrews? Amy? Scotland. Matt. Scotland. Yeah, I was in Scotland. Correct. You could have had Birmingham because Birmingham's football ground is called St. Andrews, but Scotland, oh, as in the golf course, was sneaky. what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do do, is that where they do the Ryder Club Cup at St. Andrews sometimes? So sometimes the Ryder Cup is on rotation. It's in oh, okay. U- US and Europe every two years. And then within Europe, it rotates between a lot of uh, golf courses. I'm does it sure rotate in America as well between golf courses? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. But, you know, usually there's about, I don't know, 10 courses maybe that it rotates around. Because it's quite hard to the ones that are up to spec for it, basically. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, it's Big a, one. It, it's at Celtic Manor sometimes, isn't it? So yeah. Well, it's, for the first time ever, it was in the Celtic Manor in 2010. I think that was. Yeah, my dad went. Yeah, it was loser. Very, it was very, very wet. But what do you expect by having a major tournament in Wales? Exactly. It's the rules. Indeed. So, last question. Question number ten. Who is Brian O'Driscoll? Amy's looking very confident here. So maybe let's just wait for Matt. A commentator. <laughs> For which sport? Well, depends what he's feeling like, doesn't it? Really, like you know, I think <laughs> people underestimate. Do, do people underestimate? You know, they just because they pin, uh, pigeonhole him into one sport doesn't mean he couldn't do others. <laughs> is what I would say. I've got no idea. Okay, but you've guessed with commentator, Amy. Yeah. What's your, what's your guess? He's an Irish rugby player. Correct. However, <sighs> Matt is also correct. Yay! Do I get a point for that? Because he is now a commentator for rugby. Ah! (laughs) I mean, I'm really chuffed you've given me that, actually. I was really uh, really expecting. um, Actually, I I, I think I've sensed your strategy here, Matt. If you don't know the answer to that question, each week you say either commentator or manager. 
commentator, um, manager, or pundit. Yeah, we're they're going to be my three. Covers <laughs> all bases. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've, I've rumbled you. So media okay, personality. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll need more specific. Uh, next or even time. these days, the way things are going these days, podcaster. I yeah, mean, you exactly. probably are going to get somebody in, aren't you? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, okay, so whilst we're topping up the scores, we've actually done some googling, and Amy Barry Smith is actually a darts player from Australia. Yes. Yeah, how, you like, see, I whoa, knew whoa, it. Whoa, whoa. I is knew he, it. <laughs> how prof- like professional, like earns a living from darts. Well, you know, I wouldn't say that his earnings were enough to to last a lifetime, but yeah, he's won some tournaments and actually won some money playing darts. 972 Australian dollars. Oh, go on, Baza. But <laughs> Back well, I don't. 900, I thought you were going to say $1,000 then at least, but no, like $972. I don't think, does that count for Amy's It's point? professional. He's been paid, surely. So I would oh, say... I don't know. I feel fishy about Go on the Barry. <laughs> I, fa- I feel fishy about this, but I do remember that I've just been given a point for commentator. Yeah, so you know what? you've got your, you've got your sneaky down. ways. I've got my guessing <laughs> ways. Go broad with a name and it has paid off. <laughs> So, yeah, Amy, we'll give you an extra point for that. Barry! Oh, that is a shining moment. Thank you very much. Uh, And, lo and behold, it's a draw again. So, seven all this week. So, we're now up to 29 all. This is. T- I thought you'd absolutely smash me this week, Matt. But no. It's, yeah, uh, I mean, I started so strongly. Start, well, yeah, but you know, slow and steady wins the race, although or draws at this, ca- in this case. <laughs> just, just draws, but either way. Oh, that was tense. What a good round of quiz, Akabusi. Well, I'm still on a bit of a high from a Barry Smith win, to be honest. That's um, that's made my day. It just goes to show, you know, if you're confident with your with your convictions, it can pay off. A bit like you, Matt, really, with your commentator. Well, fingers crossed that Barry goes into some darts commentating and then we can all be happy, can't we? <laughs> yeah, can all win. Uh, well, that was another enlightening episode of Sports Virgins. Thank you, Dylan, for educating us and enlightening us once again on the uh, interesting world of sport. And well done, Matt, for um, knowing quite a lot more about baseball than everyone expected, oh, I think. Me, I mean, amazing. What movies so have you actually been watching? Is it that Madonna I- one where she goes to train a team? I, I mean, there's a Madonna movie where she goes and trains a baseball team. I'm sure that, yeah, a League of Their Own or something. I think it's a women's team. Anyway, but okay. it's worth a Well, it's I'm going to go and watch that now. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, what could go wrong? It's Madonna as the lead. So I'm sure it's <laughs> absolutely cracking. Uh, I'm sure it's absolutely cracking. Uh, thank you, Sports Virgins. We'll be back next week to, uh, well, try and settle this score on Quiz Akabusi. Thank you for listening to Sports Virgins, a Pomodo production. Please follow us and like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow us on your social media platform of choice. We are at Sports Virgins. Follow us, tell us some sports facts, or more preferably, tell us that you know less than us. That would help, or any kind of sporting stupidity, please. (laughs) 